Hello, everyone, and welcome to... I have it on the wrong way. You don't want to know. I am the worst. Oh, my gosh. So I'm not redoing that. Um, live with it. I think it makes it spicy. I don't know. But um, you are welcome. If you were saying thank you, you're welcome for that little, little chuckle because it made me laugh pretty hard. Um, I'm Mag, if I didn't say it already, and this is the You Don't Want to Know podcast, which is the best name ever. I love it when people say, no, I, I want to know the name of your podcast. And I'm like, mm, honey, honey, I already told you. So fun. I just want to start by saying sorry, guys. I have not put out podcasts in a minute because you probably know by now I am hectic I squish everything together so I have two minutes to breathe. So that's kind of where we are right now. But I think this was my New Year's resolution last year and it will be yet again my New Year's resolution. Schedule, be on time, do better, put out regular podcasts. Podcasts. So here I am trying my best. Um, I think, it, no, we're, we've missed the first week of January. So <laughs> it's not... It's not going well, but whatever. It's fine. So here we are, January 9th, 2014, 2014, 2024. We made it, guys. Thanks for being here with me. I hope you guys had a great Christmas and a great New Year's. Mine was super, super fun. My Christmas, my siblings and I decided to pull a little joke with my mom and everyone thinks that we're super mean for it. But what we did was for the prior two or three months, we each stole something from her house and it started with like, um, you know, little things like a little trinket that she bought, um, then like a picture on the wall. Then somebody stole a big like welcome sign near the entrance of the home. And finally, someone took her favorite white church shoes and she thought she was losing her mind. I wanted to steal her dog <laughs> like two days before but that seemed a little too mean so we didn't so christmas comes around and we're like we're gonna do a white elephant and we're gonna buy things from the thrift store like 20 bucks or less nothing crazy and we'll play a game so we do that we pull numbers and of course my mom is the first one she's the first one to go so she opens it she's like oh my gosh i love this like i want this no one can steal it and the next person goes and the next person goes and the whole time she's just going, what is going on? What is going on? But she's saying it so quietly because she's so confused. What is going on? <laughs> and we realize she's catching on. We have like, what is it? That's seven, seven, eight, 16 people to get through because we have a giant family. So we're trying to get through it as fast as we can. And it's my dad's turn. And he's like, which one should I pick? And we're like, just grab a present. And he's like, do I open it now? And we're like, yeah, just open it now. Hurry. And he's like, oh, oh, sorry, sorry. So everyone's going through. And then the last gift is, of course, those white church shoes. And she's like, what's happening? Someone tell me what's going on. So we told her and she goes, you guys, for the past month, I have been praying away demons thinking I'm losing my mind. <laughs> So that was the highlight of my Christmas. That was hilarious. It was super fun. Had a great time. All the nieces and nephews were super adorable. Can't go wrong. Then for New Year's, 
we played a couple games. One of them is Circle of Death. I don't know if you guys have played that game, but there's one card that you pull and you get to make a rule. And this like made like my the rest of my year is going to be fantastic because of this moment. The rule that I made and you guys can steal this because it was fantastic. Whenever or how does it work? I already forgot. Oh, if you whoever drank last has to speak with an accent and my my gosh, guys, we had an accent of Forrest Gump because someone couldn't do any accents. So I was crying that's how my holidays were. I hope you guys were at the same level, if not exceeded that level, because it was hilarious. Now we're moving on. Thanks for listening. <laughs> the next step of business is the movie that I watched. I watched, oh, how did it go? I think it was Godzilla minus one. Very good. It wasn't long because I feel like every movie that comes out is three hours long. And I just don't, I don't want to be in a movie theater every week for three hours, honestly. So tighten it up a little, tighten it up a little bit, guys, because it just doesn't need to be that long. But it wasn't super long, so that was nice. Only thing is the subtitles. That's that was a lot of reading, a lot of reading. I just want to watch. I don't want to think. You know, I want to experience, and I I didn't get to experience it the way I usually do, but it was still pretty good. Godzilla was kind of cool, or really cool, I should say. Only only complaint is that his head seemed a little smaller than it should be, but that's like nitpicking, you know. It's fine. It's fine. And then the ending was really cool. I'm not going to give it away, but pretty freaking solid, you know. So all, all around, it was good. Probably wouldn't watch it again unless I really got in the kick of Godzilla, but all around, good movie. Good movie. Good band-aid, if you know the reference. <laughs> all right. And the last thing of business is the true crime calendar. And here we go. On May 5th, 2012, an Oklahoma man called 911 at least 17 times. His emergency? A seemingly uncontrolled need for dirty talk. Each time he called, the man made sexual comments to the operator until the, until the police responded to his home, where he asked them, are you going to arrest me? Arrest them, arrest him, they did. And it wasn't for the first time. He had been arrested at least three times for making obscene phone calls to 911. He was charged for making false reports. Oh, I love that noise. And that is the true crime of it all. Okay, and now the real reason why we're here, and I feel bad, I wanted to post this like in between Christmas and New Year's, but then... I couldn't. <laughs> I was just crazy busy and that's no excuse because I'm going to make time this year, guys. I promise I will. But it is a spooky episode. So those are usually a little shorter because there's only so much spook I can find. But I did two. Um, I don't think you can call them necessarily cryptids. I don't think you can call them cryptids. One is a supposed witch and one is a sleep paralysis thingy. So here is my trigger warning for sleep paralysis because some people say that if you hear about it, you experience it. Personally, I've learned a lot about it and I've never experienced it and I don't think I ever will because I don't know. I don't know. It's just been a long time. But here we go. Let's get uncomfortable. Hannah Crana. Hannah Hoovy, 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 I think is how you say it. So I'm going to refer to her as Hannah Hoovy, but a lot of people know her as Hannah Crana because that was like a cruel nickname they gave her 
didn't figure out why that was cruel, but I guess it was. She lived in Monroe, Connecticut in the late 19, excuse me, 19, 1783 to 1859. She was married to Captain Joseph Hoovey, and they were married for a while. Don't have a whole lot of information on their relationship or growing up or anything, honestly. But all we know is that one night, her husband went for a walk late night and fell off a cliff. Local people thought this was kind of weird because he had done that pretty regularly. And they kind of said that she had casted like a spell on him to make him confused and fall off the cliff. So they kind of basically labeled her witch. And that's when Hannah Granite started coming out. That's when things got a little tough for her. Uh, Rumors just started kind of spilling out there left and right. She lived on a farm alone. So they called her Hannah Crana. She lived on a farm alone with some chickens and some snakes, which seems like a very odd combination, but no judgment, no judgment, you know. She got along with most of her neighbors, but that's kind of because they were all pretty freaked out by her. They thought that they were going to get like charmed or whatever the term is if they did anything to piss her off so they kind of kept their distance and if she came by they just were kind of quick and was like here take whatever you want by but eventually times got tough for hannah financially she was struggling a little bit because she lost her husband and back then he the husband was a breadwinner so she used her reputation in her favor she would scare people into giving her money and firewood because they thought that she would cast some kind of spell on them it says that she was known for putting on curses on people that wouldn't help her but in reality i kind of think that people just kind of let their minds trick them and she would just lean into things to really get her way which like don't blame you people are gonna be jerks might as well go for it whatever one lady was baking these pies you know the usual and hannah wanted a piece obviously or she actually wanted a whole pie and the lady was like really hesitant but she's like oh this is the hannah lady and we, we got to do what we got to do so she gives her like a tiny little pie and she eats it and wasn't satisfied she's like give me a big piece of pie i want a big one and the lady was like no i gave you what you wanted leave me alone so hannah crana hearsed her hearsed wow cursed her and there are two two sides, two curses, quote unquote. Um, one says that the lady became mute. The other one, which I love and I hope this is true, says that the lady's pies were never as good as they were before. That cracks me up. I hope that's what it was, which is another like leaning into it, making people believe like certain things. Hilarious. Another curse was a man was fishing on her property without asking and she did not like that. So she cursed him and he couldn't catch another fish again, similar to the pies. The last one that I found was two guys were driving on her road um, so with some hay and they were kind of making fun of her. They knew the story and the curses and the witch thing. So they were laughing at her and she was like, Mm-mm. no, 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 you don't get to laugh at me. Cursed. You're cursed. So their cart just stopped and it wouldn't move and then hay spilled everywhere it was a huge mess so those were the kind of curses you know they say that she uses her snakes to help people and her chickens to hurt people 
no i'm just kidding it was just the snakes to help people and i really wanted them to like the thing to, to read the chickens because that would have made, made me laugh super hard but it was her curses to hurt people so she would chickens were for good people she liked to help them and curses were for bad people and the chickens were just chickening around you know no big deal she had a really big rooster though that people thought was her familiar and it was about to die and thus hannah knew that she was gonna die too correlation maybe i don't know once she was ready to die she was getting close to it or she believed she was she gave instructions to her neighbor to bury her in the daylight like daytime before sundown and they also had to carry her casket there by hand and can you guess what didn't happen all those things so they tried to just pull her by sled but the her coffin kept falling off the sled so eventually they had to carry her by hand but because of all this ruckus and mess ups you know they were late and they didn't make it to sundown so once they buried her and got home her entire house was on fire and people say it's because they didn't follow the instructions so if i had to guess those guys thought that they were going to get some stuff from her house and just couldn't so you can actually visit her gravesite in trumbull connecticut if you're if you're nasty you know <laughs> Uh, her gravestone is there, kind of like on the edge. It's like a, a hill and then it goes down to a ditch and then there's a road. And I didn't really find any stories on her. I don't know how this is like any kind of story because this is like nowhere. There's no sightings. There's no stories from people. It's just um, folklore that I found. And it says that it is believed that she causes an accident at least once a year by being in the middle of the road and causing someone to crash into her gravestone. But I can't find any stories of that, any records, and I couldn't find any records of people saying that they saw Hannah Crana. Hannah Hoovy, excuse me. But that's Hannah. That's Hannah Hannah Hoovy for you, which Hannah Hoovy is really fun to say. And then the last one is another trigger warning, guys. If you don't like sleep paralysis, don't listen to this, but it is the Alp, which the Alp is the German sleep paralysis, I guess, cryptid, you could say. I don't know. Not to be confused with the Alp Lurchara or Joint Eater or just half. So this guy, the one not to be confused with, he turns into a newt and goes into the person's stomach and eats half the food, which it's the best half the food. So you never get fat. It might actually be a tapeworm. But it's not that. We're not talking about that. We're talking about the Alp. He's also known as the Mar or Nachmar or Alptrum, which also means elf dream. A lot of different things. So elves were considered similar to elves, but not the exact same. Very friendly. And they would live in the mountains. But eventually something happened. Couldn't find what. And they turned malevolent. Very, very malevolent. They were either elves or dwarves or dwarf demons or spirits or some kind of living thing. There are so many things. It's like, basically, like, if you throw it and it sticks, we're good. Like, there, there are so many different stories on what these things were. So they can come from a bunch of different things, too. Babies that don't survive labor. labor. If the mom needs to bite something while she's giving birth, that baby could eventually become one. If they're born with hair on their palm or some other kind of defect on their palm. If the mom gets scared by an animal, 
while they're pregnant, that baby could become one. Sometimes they say that people can transform into the alp at night, kind of like a werewolf. Also people with unibrows, people who had a banana yesterday. If your foot is cold, you could be an alp. I'm just kidding, but like ridiculous list. Like the unibrow thing, that was a real one. So like, like I said, did it stick to the wall? Then yeah, that's one. So they have been described as long and slender, wearing black tattered clothing. Their hair is usually like crazy black hair length or shoulder length. Very, very white skin. But somehow, even though their skin's really white, they blend into the darkness and their eyes are sunken in and they have a really big grin with sharp teeth. Oh, and they're wearing a hat. So aside from the sunken in eyes, he has another eye. Or maybe it's just the one, like one of the main ones. We don't know. All I know is that he has an eye and it's an evil eye. So it could be a third eye or one of the two eyes. You know, the left is like the demon side. So maybe it's the left eye. I don't know. So either you get sick or you have really, really bad luck if you see that eye. But, but the good news is that all you have to do is hurt the eye, the evil eye, and it'll stop. So pretty simple. Follow those instructions. He also has the hat, like I said, and it's called the Tarna cap, maybe, which translates to cap of concealment. And this, my friends, this is where he gets his powers, you know, and if he loses the hat and you find it, you will have good luck. So evil eye, good hat. Remember that. Evil eye, good hat. Evil eye, good hat. Yeah. Okay. Got it. So here's the thing about the Alp. It goes into your dream state and gives you these scary dreams. And that's not how he feeds. He feeds off of the anxiety that those things give, the result of the dream, in which causes the sleep paralysis, which is kind of like a bonus for the Alp. So he also does this thing called Alpdruck, which is called Alf, or excuse me, translates to Alf pressure. So as this thing walks towards you, you feel more and more pressure. And there's even some people that say they see it sitting on their chest and it gets heavier and heavier until you can't breathe. So all these things are very similar. And you guys have probably heard this to the hat man, which is another form of sleep paralysis that have been reported all across the board. It's kind of crazy. It's always a hat. It's almost always a hat. Very, very crazy all across so many different cultures. So sometimes the Alp is associated with a vampire because it likes to drink blood. Trigger warning, this is disgusting from the nipple of men and children, but somehow it prefers breast milk, which I feel like those are two incredibly different things. It just feels made up at that point, but I don't know. So other things that the Alp does, aside from your dreams, it sours milk, resoils a diaper after you just changed it, tangles the hair. It'll ride a horse at night and stomp on smaller animals. It'll steal cow's milk. So when you wake up, you got no cow to milk, you know, and it causes small illnesses. So like a cold or cough, things like that. So it's a mischievous little guy. And it's weird because like all those things sound like what you hear associated with elves, but then it, it gets like 
super intense when it comes to night because like he gets scary. But if none of those things are appealing to you, you don't want any of those things to happen. Here are a couple of ways to keep him away. Keep your room clean and tidy because it likes chaos and clutter. So fold your laundry, put away your dirty clothes, all those good things. It doesn't like brooms, maybe because of the whole tidy thing. So put one under your pillow. But I'm going to counteract this and say the only reason why it's not coming is because you're not sleeping because you have a freaking broom under your head and that's not comf. So (laughs) you won't have sleep paralysis if you're not sleeping. Rock salt near your bed because if you're a Supernatural fan or I guess it's on a lot of things, but Supernatural's for me. Um, Rock salt because it's pure, which I never really understood why, but you know, just roll with it. And then sleep on your stomach so you cannot see it. So last and final disclaimer I'm going to put out there. I'm going to talk about some stories. So if you really don't want to hear it, just skip to the end and hear me talk and thank you. But here we go. So sleep paralysis. It's when your brain wakes up, but your body doesn't. So paralysis paralyzed. Your body can't move. You're still in that dream state because when you're dreaming, your brain turns off the part of your body or excuse me. I guess your brain turns off the part of your brain that allows movement to your body. So that's why you don't move when you dream. But when you wake up, it doesn't remember to turn it on right away. So that's the paralysis. Very scary stuff. Some people say that they see these entities when it happens. Hence, the Alp. One person said that they saw one once, but when it noticed them looking, it ran away. And they never saw it again, which... That's freaking scary, guys. (laughs) I got shivers just saying that. So many people see that they have red eyes and they're wearing things like that hat. A lot of people say that they feel vibrations so they know it's about to happen, which also might be some kind of neurological thing. One story was someone who was quitting a really hardcore drug and he was going through this episode of sleep paralysis and the thing he said dragged him out of bed into a void and he said it was the scariest thing he had ever experienced another person would quote unquote wake up and sense something coming down the hallway and start to feel that vibration then into their room very slowly the person could only see them slightly like on their peripherals and then it would come and put its hands on their chest until they can't breathe and then they would wake up another story would be a guy who was sleeping and he was facing the computer in his room and all of a sudden the electronics just turned on into this really crazy loud static and it was crazy crazy loud he couldn't hear himself think basically he couldn't talk but he could move his lips so that was a little different he could move his lips and he was trying to mouth the name of his significant other so she would wake up but he couldn't get the air to come out so eventually he woke up and he was like oh my gosh this just happened to his significant other. And then she goes, oh, it's 3 a.m. It's witching hour. And then rolls back over and falls asleep. And he's like, you think I'm going to fall back asleep after that? So it's it's really crazy stuff. And I the reason why I'm so interested in it is because I watched this documentary on Netflix a long time ago called Nightmare. And it was about all the sleep paralysis stuff. And Sometimes they say that when you hear about it, you experience it yourself. And the night, I probably talked about this already, but the night after I watched that, 
I did not want to go to bed because I was so scared I was going to experience it, but I never did. But I like to throw that disclaimer out there just in case. One thing that I read online um, doing all this research was all of the older people that didn't have like Reddit or the internet or online forums where people can talk about this stuff. And it was really sad because they thought that they were haunted their entire life or they were just insane because they went through this. When in reality, there's actually a lot of people that go through these kinds of things and they just felt so alone, like they couldn't talk about it. And they would thank the whole community for posting this stuff because they finally felt some kind of like sanity, insane, no sanity. Yeah. Insan- Why do I keep saying insanity? Some kind of sanity, some kind of like peace, knowing that they're not alone. So if you ever feel weird, post it on an online forum and you not unanimous but wow good thing it's the end of the episode unanimously in case someone else feels the way you do maybe you can start something my last little piece of information on sleep paralysis is that i read someone said that um falling they found that falling asleep to a tv made it go away so eventually they experimented with just listening to a radio which worked and then finally they found that calming sounds would help you as well So if you're experiencing those episodes, maybe try those things and hopefully that'll help you make it stop because it sounds just absolutely horrifying. But hey guys, thanks for listening. I hope you don't have sleep paralysis tonight. I hope you have wonderful dreams about rainbows and butterflies, even though butterflies kind of scare me. Um, Candy. Candy's good. Have dreams about candy. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Check out the You Don't Want to Know instagram or facebook page or idwk podcast instagram send me an email at ydwk podcast at gmail.com for case suggestions thanks for listening thanks for sticking around and happy flipping new year bye-bye This is B from Arbitrary Advice, your one-stop shop for advice, arbitrary and otherwise. We talk about anything and everything, from serious issues to internet challenges and life hacks. Have a question or topic you want covered? I'm available through Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Or email me at arbitraryadvicepodcast at gmail.com. My mission is to help people through their challenges, no matter the size. New episodes every Sunday and available anywhere you listen to podcasts.